After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. Hey guys, it's Aaron. Welcome to the After School Special Special Pandemic Journals. We've recorded over a year and a half of content throughout the pandemic and weren't really able to release any of the episodes due to quality issues. Just to let you know though, some of these early recordings are a little bit wonky and a little bit shitty. Now, we want to release a clip show to you guys every Friday to our loyal listeners and fans to provide you guys with more content. Let us know what you think, rate, and subscribe. Welcome to After School Special Podcast. We are talking and we are, uh, yeah, Don and I are having a few right now. We'll call this the bar sessions. We had one last season uh, when we were talking about music. We'll probably end up talking about music, crying a little bit, getting emotional. Well, I'll get emotional. Don... Oh, the only emotions he has are happiness and anger, <laughs> and I am a weepy bitch. So, you're a hissing radiator, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but to talk about Jeff Bezos, Bezos, Boozles, Basil, Bamboozles, f- Bamboozle. Yeah, there we go. Bamboozles. The guy that likes to treat his employees like shit, yet go up into space with a cowboy hat. Who the fuck did he think he was? Tommy Lee Jones from Space Cowboys? That- this motherfucker yippee ki yayed in space? Hell yeah. <laughs> did you see that? No. Fucking, he had a cowboy hat on, and it's like, <laughs> I refuse. So uh, the last thing that I bought were masks off of Amazon. I refuse refuse to buy anything off of there anymore i had to buy my kids no i'm done with that shit and the other thing too it does create jobs but his whole mentality that like within three years the person gets lazy so they there's no way for that person to move up you've heard this right this is actually something that he's he's said he's admitted to saying a person that has worked there for three years especially people that are of color minorities because that's the big thing a lot of the people that work in the factories are minorities and it is harder for them to move up this dude is a classist piece of shit jeff bezos you fucking cunt fucking acting like an asshole looking like bluegrass from silverhawks riding the fucking dick machine big old fucking cock and balls at the end of it to express how big his tiny dick is this is his dick is exceptionally small you want to know how small it is how small it's as small i was gonna say as my dick but my dick's pretty big (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> Wouldn't it make you mad if like Jeff Bezos had like the biggest dick in the world and he just took it to space? Wouldn't that be fucked up? Like, damn, man, you got all that money and you got a big dick. I was kind of hoping that, you know, like an alien fucking thing would happen. Yo, if he has okay. a big dick, if he has a big dick. No, really, what have you did? <laughs> I don't know what I would do, man. Because yeah. you want to hate Dude, on Jeff him so Bezos bad. have a big dick. Like, fuck that guy. He got all that money. He's been like treating people unfairly, but then like every, someone like out of the crowd be like, "But he has a big dick." It's like, "Oh fuck you, bitch!" Like, <laughs> you don't want to believe it. But what if he did? He took his big schlong to space with his brother, by the way. Oh yeah, that that other bald headed fuck. Yeah, fuck that guy. But yeah, <laughs> Bezos's. If you had to go, if you could go to space like Jeff Bezos or 
uh, weasels. Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah, what would you wear? Like, he's wearing a cowboy hat. What would you wear? Would you wear like a G-string or some shit? Fuck know. yeah, dude. Yeah. A banana hammock all the way. Yellow. Let's see. I would have a t-shirt on that says I want my MTV. I was going to say, I'm wearing a band t-shirt. So you wearing, I want my MTV. Yeah, fucking yeah, Aaron. Yeah, I That's want my MTV. Friends, and then I would have like a fishbowl on top of my head with like two old school TV antennae. And literally like hooked up in the bowl would be hooked up like a fucking weed ventilator that just popped in fucking... Yeah. See, that's why I fucks with you. Because I was going to say, <laughs> at that point, obviously, you, you'll be high, right? Going high to space, fuck. you got to be high. Fuck yeah. being sober. I'd be like, God damn. You know, I don't know, man. Being so, you go up there, it's like, it's just like it's on the TV. <laughs> Hey, and what if you like you're assigned to be the pilot? I'd be I'd be zigzagging and shit like, oh shit! Like I shouldn't have been the pilot. I'm high. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, what are you gonna crash into? Other spacecrafts? Yeah. Motherfucker, it's just you. Yeah. It's literally called space. What are you gonna run into? That's the other thing too, man. There's no time in space. There's no time. There's no time to what? Well, fuck, dude. Hey. <sighs> What's the song is gonna be playing? What's the song that's playing? Why you're yes, penetrating yes. our what's that the hemisphere our atmosphere? I don't know. What Let the me fuck see. It is. I got. I have to find it. I think. I oh fuck. I think I have it. I think I have is it. Is it R. Kelly? I believe I can fly. Hell no. <laughs> um, everyone would also be like Creedence Clearwater, you know, like anything with a banjo or a harmonica. I think uh-huh. John John would definitely probably dig that. <laughs> I don't know if I would be playing hard rock going into space. Maybe Master of Puppets. That'd be kind of cool. Ooh, okay. This is definitely one that I would play. I'll just pop this on here. Pop it. Uh, David Bowie, Heroes. Heroes. That's a good one. Well, swim. <laughs> but, you know... That's your first choice, off the top of your head. That's your first off choice. The, off the top of my head, it would have to be Bowie. And then I, like... I was trying to think, because you don't want anything that's like... Like, oh my god, we're going to crash this fucking... Well, you're high. What do you care, dude? Yeah, that's true. Either that or, like, well, can you... You wouldn't die if you're high, right? No. How about this? You get up there... You're playing the music, and then aliens like, "Oh shit, he he made it." What's the first thing? What what's the first thing you would say to an alien? Like, what's if they ask you like, "Hey, what's the most important thing I need to know about your planet?" What was the first? What were you saying? <laughs> Looking at our climate down there, don't get pulled over by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you think they'll be racially profiled? It's like that's the biggest. Yeah, that's a good one. They're tall, gray. <laughs> They're a legal alien. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they're just trying, like, I'm I'm just grabbing my keys. Don't move. Don't move. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. Fuck. God damn it. No, I guess the the one thing is, is, ah, man, that's a tough question. Okay. What about an easier one? Okay. What's the first fucking, I heard about your music, but I haven't listened to it. What's the first thing I should listen to to understand earth music? Or is that a harder question? No, I think I think I know. Really? The first thing, they're like, okay, 
I get it. This is Earth. Hold on. It's going to take, it, it will take me a second to get this. I'm going to say ABBA. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. I was going to go with something a little more like, oh, uh, fuck. Or uh, fucking The Carpenters. I don't know. ABBA. Yeah, definitely. Fucking ABBA, dude. Wait, what's I mean, what song? All of them. <laughs> fucking all of them. <laughs> fucking hell. Throw in disco. I know people hate disco, but it's some very positive reinforcement shit going on in there. You never feel bad listening to disco. You either want to get high or fuck or... And then you like, that's how life could be. And then they'll occasionally throw in some curveballs in, in the disco. Look, gotta get on the good foot. I don't know what song is that, but I'm sure it is a song. Yeah, I will start with that. There, Yeah, those are all twi- tough questions. I'm trying to think of like... What are you going to say, Soldier Boy? <laughs> Soldier, yes. Soldier Boy, chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side. What song is that? Is that a song? It's chicken noodle soup. Oh, wait, no, I got, I got it. I have it. I have the one. Thank you. This is going to be great. Ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, it's this guy. You can't even see it. It's, uh... (laughs) Pen, pineapple, apple pen. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. I have a pen. I have pineapple. Uh, pineapple pen. Apple pen. Pineapple pen. Uh, and pineapple apple pen. That shit slaps. Do you think they're in the mood for dancing or invading Earth? Um, invading the Earth, probably, because the way that yeah. this... Okay, so the saying is... I think it, it's Loki that says it. Does a foot have a problem, like, crushing an ant or something like that? Hmm. It's uh, that, that was in the Avengers, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. The fact that we would be possibly lesser beings unless we evolved into them, which, if you look at some of the people nowadays... You mean, like, if we fuck them? Well, yeah, we could fuck them. But I think... Oh, we could be fucked. I mean, that's what the probes are. They they sticking hot alien dick in her. Okay, oh. well, now you're getting them into my territory because yes. there's actually, like, accounts of people getting, like, a cone wrapped up around their genitals, and then they're just shooting ropes for days. Shooting ropes, spider webs, you know, Peter Parker's all over the place. You think that's, like, normal biology of an alien that they naturally shoot ropes, or they have that one... Aliens ape? don't shoot ropes. Aliens oh. aliens can't procreate. That's why they use us to shoot ropes. Oh, they're uh, living through our ropes. Yeah, basically, because they've evolved so much. That's why, okay, so aliens, aliens, dude. But from what I understand, there there is no gender with aliens. That's why people are obs- maybe obsessed with gender nowadays. But are you aliens sure? have no, any accounts. It has always been the same tall grays. There's tall whites. There's the Venusians. There's uh, Valerians. And like, the, what is it? Let me ask you a question. But there's are, no gender. There's no, So they're like fish. Uh, kind of. Yeah, they just don't have any genitals. That's why they use our fucking shit to procreate. How do fish procreate? Do you know that? Do we need to go Google that? How do fish procreate? Uh, the fish, well, salmon. Because it's not a lot of fish fucking, right? It's... Yeah, no, there's no fucking. It's eggs are laid and then germinated. Yeah. So, all over the place. So you don't think they're laying eggs or 
maybe they're doing like the alien movie they're laying eggs in our face and then we we like poop them out in our stomach or something i don't uh, know no i think that's a ridley scott that's too a much. Ridley Scott thing. No, 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 no. It, it, you know, if they came down and then it would be more like insect, because that's kind of what the xenomorphs were, were in like saying. insects in a sense. And you don't, you don't think they, I don't see, I view that movie differently than other people. I don't think they're bad guys or. They're just doing they, what they're supposed to do. Yeah, they poop in your mouth. And you, it's you in their shoot. genetics. That, that's more or less what they're doing. They're, they're not bad guys. They're just. You know, xenomorphs. It's scary to us. It's not scary to them. It's just like, hey, man. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is a Tuesday. Let me let me skeet in your mouth. 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 It's just like she doesn't she doesn't wipe her butt properly, so she smells like farts. 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 Keep the change, you filthy animal. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Welcome, everyone, to our fireside chat on After School Special. It's Christmas time, or the holiday season, as, you know, I guess liberals want to say. We can't say Christmas anymore. Is that is that bad? Boo. No. Come join me on the Kwanzaa canoe. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Mazel tov, baby. What, what is Kwanzaa? I'm, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's a whole nother episode. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> I just, I, I, okay, we'll talk about it later. Today, we are talking about the biggest holiday specials that we remember as a kid, specifically from one production company, Rankin Bass. We remember them so much. It was like some of our first memories as children. Day before Christmas, you know, fire burning. Hot chocolate brewing with two or three uh, marshmallows. All of a sudden, you see a reindeer with a tumor on its nose come on the TV. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And, you know, themes like these animations, themes like, you know, it's okay to be different. But then in reality, when we would go to school, we would make fun of the fat kid. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Yeah, they're trying to say that uh, I saw an article somewhere where they're talking about it has some gay overtones. Not that there's anything gay, wrong what? With that. <laughs> well, this show went another way quick. No, no, no. I'm saying that to say that everybody sees something different when they watch that show. Yep. You know, so I'm just saying that the article came out. And again, let me preface it by saying there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that whoever wrote the article saw said that it was some gay overtones within Rudolph. So, yep. I mean, it's the same thing with Wizard of Oz. I don't see any overtones, but people align it with. So they were they were kind of ahead of their time then, John. Progressives. Yeah, yeah. yeah progressive. Yeah, I can see that. Well, let me touch on the history a little bit of Rankin Bass, formerly Video International. Now, this production company, they did a bunch of different animations, not just stop motion animation, but strictly we're, we're talking about the Christmas stuff, which they made 19 different Christmas specials. Basically, with with us or 30 somethings, this was our childhood, especially like every year you would see a new one. And like we were talking about earlier, they touched on different holidays, too. I believe it was Mouse and the Mayflower. John, you mentioned a couple, too. They had Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Yeah, so that was for New Year's Eve. Then they had the Mad, Mad, Mad Monster Party and then Peter Cottontail for Easter. Yep. 
which never really understood bunny shitting out eggs as like that's a holiday but i guess it's a pagan ritual just like christmas is right what don't you understand about the <laughs> shitting out eggs what what don't you understand it's natural a, rab- a rabbit uh, that's not natural a it's rabbit not. doesn't shit out eggs <laughs> oh Oh. This whole time I thought that? <laughs> <laughs> Colored eggs, too. Leprechaun pisses out Lucky Charms. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lucky Charms. Anyway. So, yeah, it's a lot of the specials were stop motion animation. So they were around from 1960 to 87. They closed their production offices and their studios. But they were still kind of putting out stuff. The ones that when I was doing the research, the ones that the last one that popped out the biggest, I think there was a special in 1999, but there was a, the last special that they did was Santa Baby with Patti LaBelle in 2001. Honestly, I remember watching this because this was on UPN, the same block as Malcolm and Eddie and the other show with Uncle Phil. We brought it up before in other episodes. Oh, when they were the lawyers. Show. Yeah. The yes. lawyer show. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. It I was. love that show. And because I'd watch Malcolm and Eddie, and then I'd watch that right afterwards, and that was kind of my block. And then also, the, Homeboy okay. in Outer Space came on around that time. Yes, too. that Is was that UPN. Wow. Again, UPN, the Underpaid Negroes Network. Yes, that's what that it was, was. UPN and WB. They like cornered the market on black people. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> was BET around then? Oh, they've been around for yeah, a long B- time. Since okay. like the 80s, I think. Because I think BET, well, I don't, if they're still around, I remember seeing uh, Santa Baby on BET. Uh, Santa Baby was more or less a young girl trying to find the meaning of Christmas, and she had a, there was a superintendent of the apartment complex. Play Pie, or, Tom Joyner. Yep, and he was such a mean person. You find out there's only a little bit of a reasoning why he's so mean. They never touch on it again. He lost his wife the year before, and that's why he's so angry all the time and tries to drown the animals that are living in the basement that this woman is taking care of. And he uh, never gets, like, the Scrooge ending. Well, it sounds bad when you say it like that, Aaron. Well, it was bad. (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's... That cartoon was... I guess very popular for his time because that was, you know, in Detroit, Tom Joyner came on and he mm. still comes on. Yep. And I know it was a real big thing for the holidays around that time because it was like a predominantly black cast that was coming out. On the other side of that, you had, I, I want to say, was it James Earl Jones had a Christmas special that came out? Oh, at the same time? Yeah, Santa and Pete. I think that was around mm. the same time. But let us not go down that rabbit hole because it's a whole racial overtone with Santa and Pete. So it is what it is. But you fucking Earth the Kit, Earth the Kit was in this this yeah, special, she right? Sung, she sung Santa Baby, right? Yep, which, which was is, her hit, right? She was famous yep. for that, and she also sung it again with Patti LaBelle in this, which I think that's a hell of a duo, Patti LaBelle and Earth the Kit. Oh, don't yeah. forget about Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams was in that, oh. wasn't she? Yeah, she sure was. Oh, she was. I, I had a crush on her as a kid. I still do. <laughs> she was in that movie Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the last thing I remember her being in. That was like 98, 99. Man. Yep, and all I remember is the alligator in that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, So a lot of their productions or their more popular productions 
were the Christmas ones, the stop motion. Now, Santa Baby was an animation, and they did do some animation. You had Rudolph. You know, all these were based on stories. So it wasn't, you know, they bought the rights to them and were able to recreate them. And Year Without Santa Claus, which basically Santa takes a year off and then all hell breaks loose and the apocalypse happens, right? Which is basically what we're, what's going on right now. Santa Claus took the year off. There's, there's no Christmas, right? Corona stopped Christmas. No, he's still coming through the chimney just wearing a mask. It's, it's all gravy. He has uh, yeah, hand sanitizer. No. <laughs> Good Yes, good Don. He has a hazmat suit. It's it's awesome. He yeah, he needs to take precautions because he is diabetic, right? He eats all those fucking cookies. Well, if it's if it's my belief, like I said, the sugar is what keeps him going. For mere <laughs> mortals like us, we would be diabetic, but for Santa, yes. sugar is is power. How old is Santa? Like a century? Oh, he'd be like what a bit? Not a billion. He'd be like <laughs> in his thousands. Yes. In his thousands, I would think. It's funny, you know, we give Santa shit, but Santa is pretty prevalent in the DC universe because he is a superhero in the DC universe. Well, yeah, he's he teamed had... up with, with Superman, right? Yeah, yeah. Santa John, you're nerding had... out again. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Santa, Santa actually is a immortal warrior in the DC world and has superpowers. So, you know. Also, Uncle Sam, which, fuck that guy, you know. Uncle Sam, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Uncle Sam is also in there, too. He's also fought with superheroes side by side as well. But a year without Santa, that was like in 74, right? I believe so. It was sometime around there. And then let me just touch on some of the other holiday special. You know, they had Little Drummer Boy. They mentioned Mad Monster Party. Santa yeah. Claus is coming to town. And then the one, honestly, the one that I kind of did a lot of my research or at least wanted to touch on was the life and adventures of santa claus and i kind of mentioned it this was soon after they had released the hobbit and return of the king and so they were getting into fantasy the last unicorn then all of a sudden they dropped this which was based off of a book and john you had said the author's name i think earlier uh, l frank Baum, who is known for the wizard of Oz. yep and this was more or less a take or a fantasy take on how Santa Claus came to be with a wizard asking immortals to make Santa immortal and telling the story of how Santa Claus came to be and how he helped children. And, and so I watched it yesterday for a little bit. And mind you, I told you guys both that I took an edible beforehand. And uh, yeah, I just I felt really uncomfortable the entire time. Jesus, explain, Aaron. Well, it's just some of the animation, because it was actually, I wasn't expecting great animation. This was the best out of all the Rankin-Bass animations. So the Forest of Burzy, there's a council meeting being held with Great Elk, who is going to tell the story of Santa Claus. And, and it's about 60 years earlier. They keep saying Great Ack, not Elk, Great Ack, finds an abandoned baby in the snowy woods on the border of the forest. Basically just his progression in becoming santa claus you'd have to watch it it was actually so i remember watching this when i was a kid too and i hated it because i just i didn't understand it. it it brings the mythos of like saint claus how he is a saint and he helped children and whatnot but it's like it's not your typical merry christmas like i think we're all used to the rudolphs and the frosty the snowman which yeah. were like choppy but this actually flowed pretty well but the story is just it's lost. And then the, he has this like little sidekick that's an elf that is extremely creepy. And yeah. J.D. Roth, Earl Hammond, 
Alfred Drake, some of the the typical people that they had. Like I know Alfred Drake was in The Hobbit. Return of the King and, you know, a bunch of other people, they use kind of the same actors as most production companies did because they were all under contract. But I don't know, man. What year is this? This was 1985. And it was their last stop motion animation. Soon after that, like the Christmas specials or the holiday specials just kind of worn out. Like, so our parents introduced it to it because that was something that they kind of grew up with. But I think it got lost on Generation X a little bit. They were kind of disillusioned and and whatnot. And Chris, they were more into the grunge. Yeah, more into the grunge, but more into like more commercialism into and and toys and whatnot. And cocaine. And then we're just yeah, cocaine. And then we're just all about those memes. Exactly, oh, TikTok, dude. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> and memes right now. But you know what's funny is is that we've talked about this in other podcasts. Is that the breakdown of the American family is just really hitting a hard. It's hitting the wall pretty hard. I mean, the only way to really connect with your parents now is to have them start with you in a TikTok video, which is ridiculous but i think that well, isn't that something john at least they're involved uh, in some well, way i mean i guess it depends i guess it depends on 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 where you stand you know i might have i mean i lean to the left but i have more conservative views when it comes to social media and stuff so i mean i just feel like i'm right there with you yeah i i i think that we we tend to miss out on the small things because we have to broadcast everything that we're doing you know it's funny because we complain about wanting privacy, but we're willing to broadcast every little thing that we do without a shadow of a doubt. It has to be Question everything. for both of you. Is mm-hmm. it okay to do that around the holidays, like Christmas, like what we're talking about now? Is it okay? Because there's always been a tradition of taking a, an abundance of pictures. Family photos and stuff. Yes, yeah. around the holidays. So, No, I, I think so. I mean... I, I guess where I'm at is is that it doesn't have to be 24-7. You know, I think what happens is, is when you start... Is it 24-7 or does it appear to I, be 24-7? I think so. It appears that it's 24-7. It may not be 24-7, but the way things look, it's like 24-7. Like, this next generation that's after us have to constantly try to keep up with the clicks. Like, that's what I want to say, but... To go back to my point about the holidays, I just think that I think that these little animated series are not being appreciated for what they were. You know, they were that they would play at night. You would go, you know, Christmas Eve would be like a half day from school. You would get home. You know, you see all the presents under the tree or they weren't there yet. They'd be there the next day and you would get with your family and you would sit around this tube television looking forward to watching these little animated series that was getting ready to come on you know you had frosty the snowman you had fucking rudolph and you had santa's coming to town all that stuff was getting ready to come on now what they've done is they've changed it because i think it's freeform which used to be abc family does the 12 days of christmas where they show 25. it all, 25 days where they yep. show it in all in succession so, you know, they show The Nightmare Before Christmas. They show every holiday series within that our time frame that we would appreciate. And then don't even let me get started on Hallmark. You know, Hallmark has, oh, the, the Christmas Witch or the Holiday Night. <laughs> I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, man. It's not, it doesn't have to be romance and every fucking thing. Huh? Right. But if your kids yeah. didn't, or and this includes you too, Aaron, if your kids didn't have you as parents 
Do you think that they would naturally gravitate to uh, Rankin Bass, those type of mm. cartoons and movies without you? Do you think they would just naturally watch them? Like- no. My son would tell me how much he hates it, slam his head on the couch multiple times. I know my son well enough where it's like, and my daughter, she, she would more or less just be like, we we can watch it and try to appease because she does try to appease me it's like we're watching you know when i wanted to watch the mandalorian or star wars or something like that they are a youtube generation because i like i said i think on the last episode they both came up to me one day and were saying like and subscribe and wanting me to do videos for them oh my god no yeah no in regards to christmas you know i myself i can't answer for anybody else but i myself enjoy the holidays i enjoy when these shows come on they may not be the best quality but i love watching them because it just brings me back to a simpler time when you could just sit around the television with your family and watch these shows and you can recite the lines word for word you know i remember the isle of misfit toys in rudolph where they had all the toys that were like the fucked up rejects where you're like santa must have been on some drugs when he created these you know (laughs) like the polka dot who wants an elephant with polka dots or a clown that never smiles you know like all that (laughs) stuff so your parents didn't have to sit you in front of a tv to watch any of this rankin bass or anything you just naturally gravitated to that yeah because i mean all they had to do was do it once or twice and naturally you get right back into it you know like i like that like i i I look forward to it every year and I kind of feel bad if I don't watch it because not because it was something that I did with my family. It's just that Christmas is so commercialized. These little things matter. These little small things matter. You know, I mean, memories are are the things that keeps us going. So, you know, I like having that time. And I remember sitting with my dad and watching that stuff and enjoying it. And I wish I could get my son to sit and enjoy it. But, you know, he likes being on his tablet more than anything. Yep. So. Well, that brings me to you, Aaron, because usually you are you are our get off our lawn guy. So don't you think, and this is a question for really both of you, that technology has really swayed the attention from really these shows becoming, you know, from becoming a ritual around the holidays to just something that just falls into the ether of a lot of things. I think that a lot of this stuff is just going to end up becoming, you know, kids a couple generations from now is going to be like, oh, that's from that meme. They're going to not going to even know that it's, uh, you know, it's an animation. But at the same time, everything evolves, you know, but mind you, we could end up coming back to this stuff at some point. They're readily available like on YouTube. I think there's some like the Patti LaBelle one that I had mentioned earlier isn't for some reason but i don't know if that's like a legal thing santa baby you know just ha- maybe having your kids watch and, and you never know when it comes to memories and understanding kind of like where you, where you were at when you were a kid and you first saw these like with me i remember seeing them with my mom but them not really paying attention i remember yeah. watching frosty and my brother telling me santa didn't exist yeah. um, a lot of these rankin <laughs> bass well what age was that that was when i was seven Holy <laughs> shit, man! You yeah. know that's your, crazy. Your cause... brother out cold. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he was he was a son of a bitch. Was he mad at yeah. you when he said it? No, he thought it was funny. He said it to me. Well, so Tyler was six, and Andrew. Well, Andrew, I don't think was actually speaking or his comprehension of words because what he's four years 
So he was three, but he probably wasn't. We were all laying down. You know, it was Christmas was the next day. We were all sleeping downstairs and there was a fire going and everything. We were all kind of nestled in, you know, like all warm and cozy on the couch and everything. And we were going to fall asleep down there because we were going to wait for Santa Claus to pop out. And uh, right before we went to sleep, and it's like, I'm just so excited. Santa, you know, Santa's going to be here. We're going to catch him. We set up traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. My brother, the sociopath that he is, is like, you know what? No. Santa doesn't exist. When are you guys going to get that? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And I remember just at that point, Aaron's future was over. So oh, you yeah, learned dude. about Santa at seven, Aaron. That's yeah, what you depression are. struck, and I was drinking about a handle of vodka every night after that. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That same thing happened to me, but my parents told me because the whole chimney thing was what did us in because we didn't have a chimney. And I would say like, hey, you know how Santa going to get in here? And my dad was like, well, the jig is up. So I think I was seven or eight when that happened. Seven but, or eight? <laughs> I yeah, was I like think- 11. <laughs> dude i'm telling you it fucking sucks when you find out this it does doesn't, doesn't it i look at it like this i've i've heard both sides of the argument so for those who don't know i'm a lax christian like i'm i am a christian but i'm very lax when it comes to certain things but you got the one side that's like well you know jesus is the reason for the season then you got the other side who's like i just believe in being real and telling kids ahead of time that there's no santa because then you you avoid you avoid that them believing in things that aren't necessary. And then you got people like me that's in between. Like I understand both sides, but at the same time, let a kid be a fucking kid for a little bit because yep. you take away that magic, you take away that imagination, and you throw them into this cold gray world that we live in right now. Fuck. You, are kill- you are killing fucking the vibe. Like, but if you know if they're at a point now, John. Don had to step away for a second. I'm just going to say this because I want people to know he's gone, but you got to be like real, like all his buddies that were around him that probably already knew that Santa didn't (laughs) didn't exist and were like having to hold it back. And like his mom, his mom was a saint then because they're all like anyone says anything to him. You're a dead kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) My, My spouse did that. My spouse did that. Because I put some gifts under the tree now, and my son is seven. And she told mm-hmm. him, she said, you know, we buy you these gifts. And I was pretty pissed because I was like, why are you telling him this? You know, like, he needs as much. Ima- this is a kid who loves dinosaurs, loves Jurassic Park, would give yeah. anything to see something like that right now. And you have the audacity to tell him that there's no Santa right now. I'm like, I get it, but... I mean, you know, yeah, he should acknowledge that his parents worked hard to get him this stuff. But at the same time, man, I I just feel like you need to have a little bit of magic, man. Just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, the way that I do it with my kids is I tell them UFOs are real. Yeah. (laughs) Because they are. They are. They are. And it's something that we can't understand. So is Santa Claus... A UFO, in your opinion? Santa Claus is possibly a a disinfo agent. Definitely has connections to the CIA and the OSI. He is not with the American people. Hey, it's so funny you said that because... Mel Gibson's recent movie, The Fat Man, came oh, out. And Santa, yeah. Santa, works. Yeah. <laughs> Santa works with the military in that one. They want his flying technology. Was that good? I didn't watch it. I just know that from the 
Wikipedia. It looks pretty good. Yeah. So Don talking about it earlier with so one of the memories I have and it it wasn't so much Rankin Bass but Mad TV. We both had the same thing where they did the spoof. I always work fucking backwards and to answer your question before you even answer it, yeah. My introduction to Rankin Bass really wasn't until I was a teenager and it didn't even mm-hmm. come from the actual Rankin Bass series or uh show. It actually came from Matt TV when they did the spoof of uh, Rankin Bass. Uh, and I think, Aaron, maybe you yeah. can help me out. <laughs> and they did the Rudolph spoof where, you know, basically he was Michael Corleone. Yeah, it was the Godfather. Yeah, he he ascended to like the head uh, deer or the reindeer of the the group, yeah. but it was so fucking hilarious. And then one was Terminator comes back and tries to save Jesus. And I yep. saw that one. I yeah. love that hilarious. one. I love that one. But it was in what stop. What was it mo- called? The the Apostle. I forgot. What Judgment it was, Day. He it was hilarious. Ju- he kept bringing Judas back. Yeah, <laughs> so he could kill him. Judas has no, to. No, he kill, kept killing him. Judas has to kiss <laughs> yeah. me to kill me, and he's like, "Look, Pontius Pilate," and he <laughs> he revives Judas like the Terminator. Uh, Jesus keeps reviving Judas, and the Terminator keeps killing him. He's like, "No, I have to die for these people," and he's like, "No, you don't." <laughs> exact. That wasn't stop motion, but the the yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, the Rudolph one was that's. Yeah. Whoever's listening, go watch that. That's hilarious. You know who else did a really good spoof of that is Robot Chicken. Robot oh, yeah, Chicken did a spoof that. of yep. that with the elf. The elf is like, uh, I want to be a doctor. And he fucks up. And then he's like, oh, no, I think I want to be a vet. And then he fucks that <laughs> up. And then he's like, no, I'm going to be a dentist. And he fucks that up. And then what happens is Santa is like this mob boss. And it's all in stop motion. He's like, you know, here at the north pole we like to have things organized in a certain kind of way and he kisses santa's ring and he's like oh i'm sorry i'll never go off and be anything else other than an elf he's like that's good why don't you go on this fishing trip with such and such and the guy takes him out in the middle of the lake and they're fishing and then he shoots them godfather jesus yes yeah he, <laughs> yeah, he, sh- he shoots him and knocks him out and that's when santa's talking to the incoming elves like we don't believe in being different here and like, <laughs> I remember that, dude. It was so funny. It, they also did that same Santa thing in, with a Kill Bill setup where Jesus oh, no is the bride. The, and he has to go fight the Easter Bunny and Santa. <laughs> it's funny. <Yeah. laughs> the Mad TV one that you were talking about, I do remember a little bit more. There were like snippets of Godfather, but... The funniest thing about it that I remember is that they beeped out all the swears. And one of, I think it was like Santa, like looking at Rudolph or whatever. He's like, you motherfucker!" and just beeped it. And then they start shooting each other and just like blowing up shit. Hell yeah. I always go backwards, but yeah, that's the one that got stop motion on my radar and got me into actually watching Rankin Bass was something totally different. And it was hilarious. And, but Rankin Bass was great too. That actually leads me to a question I have for both of you guys. If you guys had one Christmas wish to bring back favorite childhood TV show or, or movie, what would it be? Or a reboot? Because we were just talking about Mad TV. That that could be on my list. Is it? Is it any show that you guys will bring back, resurrect? Even if like the actors are dead, like if you if you can resurrect the actor, like for example, Bewitched, they're all dead. You can resurrect them. What would you bring back? So I said Silverhawks. I remember watching Uh. that as a kid and bringing, you know, the thing is, is that I hate reboots. 
I, I hate them more than anything else on the face of the planet. But if it was done right, I would say either maybe even a live action Silverhawks would be fucking phenomenal. But yeah, Silverhawks, the cartoon. And then I was also thinking like if they just kept doing episodes of X-Files, that's it. I you know, like it's X-Files. X-Files, I was binging it and then I stopped for some reason. But fuck, X-Files was so good, man. Like yeah. the early 90s, shows like that that came on in the 90s, like that intro always spooked me out. Yes. But I, I, I loved watching it. Like, it brought me into the series. To get back to your question, though, if I could resurrect one show, it was a segment on Eat the Cat. It was called The Terrible Thunder Lizards. <laughs> and it was about these dinosaur mercenaries that would hunt down these two cave people. They had an all-star cast with Jason Priestley, Corey Feldman, Charlie Adler, who was the voice of Buster Bunny on Tiny Toons. Kurt Wood Smith, who's known as Red from That 70s Show. Brad Garrett, who was the older brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, and then Curtis Armstrong. I didn't even realize that, John. They had an all-star cast of, like, yeah, yeah. character actors. Yeah, and it was only on for 11 minutes. It was a mixture of Commando, Predator, and Terminator, where these guys were hunting down the cave people. No, that's a good one. For me, at first when I asked the question to you guys, I was going to say X-Men, the cartoon from uh, 93, I think it started. Yeah, yeah. Maybe with a more updated animation. But then I started yeah. to really think about it. I feel like even as a kid, I thought this show was fucking hilarious. And I know they've been they've been teasing that it was going to get rebooted. But for me, it's Martin. I think everybody loved Martin when it was like in its prime. I would love it. Yes. For Martin to actually come back and actually be irreverent and funny as it was when it first came out. bring back Tommy. Yeah, rest in peace, Tommy. If I can bring back Tommy, yes. Martin is my show. Wait, so they are planning on rebooting it? They keep talking about it, but... Okay. The guy that plays Cole doesn't get along with Martin Lawrence. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. That's been one of the things that's been hanging it up. He's been on record saying uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Martin, yeah, we. I've heard... I don't want to start rumors or anything. It's yeah, really not. Yeah. It's on record. But uh, yeah. he wasn't the best co-star to, I guess, you know, act with in those days. But yeah. hopefully it'll be different now. But, of course, Tommy Ford can't be on the show. But if, yeah. if I could resurrect a show, I think today's kids would still think that show was funny. When it was really funny. You think so? Because Martin was a little... I love him. He was the only black voice that I felt like appealed to both black and white. And was still... He didn't compromise. Maybe I'm speaking out of tune, but I feel like even white people thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I think Martin would come across to some people. But at the same time, he was very abrasive when it came to women on that show. It's almost like... That's true. Uh, I liked... I liked... I No, I would want to watch it. But I, well, what about like a, a Martin with Kevin Hart? Yeah. I mean, because you know, <laughs> a Martin with Kevin Hart. Being Martin yeah. instead of Martin? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Well, no, just, yeah, Kevin Hart playing Martin. You know, white people love uh, Kevin Hart. I, mean, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, like, Aaron. Uh, that's like, <laughs> but oh, oh, perfect one. Before we go, I got a good one Chappelle Show. Just fucking Chappelle Show. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, yeah, uh, I want to. still I funny. So, yeah. 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 I completely agree. Oh, John Him doing agree. new sketches. No, 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 no. I, I do, but I think the magic is kind of gone with that. I would want to see it, though, because I like his comedy now. He's adapted his comedy 
to what's going on right now, you know? And, I mean, he really fucks people over. I love it. I love it, yeah. you know? He doesn't give a shit, man. He's He doesn't. He doesn't. He's fucking brilliant. Both his Saturday Night Live intros were phenomenal. Great. Yep. But could it translate to his sketch comedy again? That's what I'm curious to know. I'm guessing for those Saturday Night Live appearances that he wrote all those sketches that oh. he appeared in, or at least co oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I believe yeah. he did. I, as far as I knew, he had free reign. That's the only reason why he came yeah. back. The, I thought he came back the second time was to do that. Also, the fact that it, it, you know, it had been four years since the last time he was on because he had what? He was on there when Donald Trump was elected. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then he was... He was, uh, oh God, I remember that episode because I, I watched it specifically for I that. I did too. He, it was a very powerful monologue. It was a very yep. powerful monologue. Like the only other monologue that I've liked that was on there was Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Hell Burr, yes. Bill I, Burr, I finally Bill saw that Burr three weeks ago. It was really good. Yeah. Bill Burr went on there and did exactly what he said he was going to do. He pissed off the people who get pissed off about being pissed off about other people's shit. And it always made me laugh because he did exactly what he set out to do. He triggered those who get triggered over shit they shouldn't be triggered over. You yeah. know, like that's what he did. But remember, and he with, was on Chappelle's show, too. So if I'm yeah, resurrecting yeah, yeah. the show, he would be on there, John. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to really think, <laughs> wrap your mind around it. it would be great. Yeah, I think I think that's a good resurrection. If I had to bring back a show, I would love to see Married with Children right now. Oh, that's a, that. okay. I, the reason why the reason why is because the writing was good. It was very funny. It was like lowbrow comedy, but you know it was made at the expense of overweight women, which I'm sure you know wouldn't translate well now. I was gonna say if you if you trash my idea about Martin being abrasive, what do you think the reaction would be, Al? No, I'm not trashing your. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not, not trashing your idea. I, 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 I brought it up because you brought up Martin because of how it was written. Like Al Bundy did not, he despised women, even though he was married to Peg, he despised <laughs> women. But those episodes with him and Peg would team up were fantastic. Yes. Oh, it was fantastic. He kind of reminds me of Archie Bunker a little bit. Al, yeah, but... yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I was going to say, racist, though. Yeah. on the topic of comedians and everything, instead of, you know, I have Silverhawks on there, but the one thing that I wanted to see and we will never get to see is either sketch or a comedy show from Patrice O'Neill, because talking oh. about Bill Burr, yeah, Chappelle, yeah. and all those like yeah. New York comics, and I, you know, recently have been watching a lot of stand-up. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill was by far one of the best comedians. He was on the Opie and uh, what's Anthony the show? Opie and Anthony show. Yeah. yeah, when they were doing the radio, so was Jim Norton. Like all those guys. Yeah, all fucking talented and like, yeah. or just seeing Patrice O'Neill on SNL. Yeah. No, I don't think he was on SNL. No, he was on Chappelle's show. He was on Chappelle's show. The player hated his ball. See, yeah. he would be resurrected Bulldog? too. Yes. Uh, boss, uh, what was his Bo- name? Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. I hate you. I don't even know you, but I hate your guts. Because <laughs> it was beautiful. It was. If you bring back Chappelle's show, God, man, I love to see Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Oh yeah, gone. that's yep. two people. So, Damn, yep. dude, I forgot yep. about Charlie. Charlie Murphy was on there. He told he told Patrice <laughs> O'Neill, "Like you, boss, hog, very insulting what you said about my coat. It's made from your mother's pubic hairs. Quite chilly." <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the 
behind the scenes for that, they kept yes. cracking each other up. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> when when Chappelle comes in with his entourage and Patrice O'Neill, they're like, look like them hoes came out the Skittle box. He's like, well, that's right. I would say something about your bitches, but it looked like you ate them. <laughs> <laughs> and they all broke down laughing. Yeah, they couldn't keep it together. That's what I'm saying. When you were like the whole ca- oh man, I, yeah. they always were ahead of the curve. So I think I won that round. So I win. Yeah, I think so. Agreed. But happy Hanukkah, people! So Merry yeah. <laughs> holidays or whatever they're calling it these days. Yep, a little bit of a themed episode, and then we got uh, loose there at the end because it is Christmas Eve as we are recording this, and uh, we all got to get with our families. Don is headed to some light show. Uh, I am it's cocaine. Oh, cocaine? No, I'm kidding. Where? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a white Christmas, everyone. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. This is gonna be after school special. Signing out, and then we will see you next year. Probably uh, not sure when this episode is coming out, and yeah, we're just gonna try to give you as much content as we possibly can. We got a lot of good things heading our way this year, and let's hope Corona goes away. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody stay safe. <laughs> Wear a mask. This is, It's been a great year. First year doing this podcast. Merry Christmas. I said it. Fuck, man. I should have said Pee Wee Herman. I would love to see that show again. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> too late. Too late. I, I already won. I already won. Too late. Yeah, with Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, as Cowboy Curtis. No, <laughs> Jesus no, 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 no. Wait, no, he has to be on the show, but be as Morpheus, like from Matrix. Oh, yeah! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love to see that. Since he's not going to be in the new Matrix, I heard. So, but yeah, anyway, yeah. that's a whole nother oh, story. Fuck. All right, yeah, that's another story for another time. All right, guys, have a good one. We hope you enjoyed the pandemic journals. We hope to be releasing more of these. Let us know what you think. Find new episodes every Wednesday where you listen to podcasts and look for us on all the social media sites and Gmail at After School Special Podcasts at Gmail, After School Special Podcasts at Instagram and Facebook, and After School SPE3 on Twitter. Rate and subscribe. Cool. The rabbit not. doesn't shit out eggs. <laughs> oh. Oh. This whole time I thought that? <laughs> <laughs>